the stone slab that covered the crypt in the far corner. They did not come to meet him, but stayed in their place of trust, greeting him with anxious, eager little sounds. "'Good boys,' he said. "'Good dog, brave. Good dog, bold. I'll keep us home again. Hungry?' They recognised that word and whined. He hung up the ice staff on the pegs by the door, then squatted and got his arms out of the pack straps. "'Just a little now. Wait a little.' he told the dogs. Keeper'll get you something. He unhooked the net bag that held the lumicon and went to the ladder, climbing to the loft between the stone ceiling and the steep snowshed roof. He cut down two big chunks of smoked wild ox beef, the dogs liked that better than smoked venison, and then climbed down. He tossed one chunk up against the ceiling, at the same time shouting, Bold! Catch! Bold leapt forward, sinking his teeth into the meat as it was still falling, shaking and mauling it. Brave, still on the crypt slab, was quivering with hunger and eagerness, but he remained in place until the second chunk was tossed and he was ordered to take it. Then he too leapt and caught it, savaging it in mimicry of a kill. For a while he stood watching them growl and snarl and tear their meat, great beasts whose shoulders came above his own waist. While they lived to guard it, the crown was safe, Then he crossed to the hearth, scraped away the covering ashes piled on kindling and logs, and fanned the fire alight. He lifted the pack to the table and unlaced the deerskin cover. Cartridges in plastic boxes of twenty, long and thick, shot for the duck gun and powder and lead and cartridge primers, fills for the firelighter, salt, needles, a new file, and the deerskin bag of trade tokens. He emptied them on the table and counted them tokens and half tokens and five tokens and even one ten token. There was always less in the bag after each trip to the village. The Southrons paid less and less each year for furs and skins and asked more and more for what they had to sell. He put away the things he'd brought from the village and was considering whether to open the crypt now and replace the bag of tokens when the dogs stiffened, looking at the door. They got to their feet, neck hairs bristling as the knocking began. He tossed the token bag into the mantle and went to the door, the dogs following and standing ready as he opened it. The snow had started, and now the ground was white except over the evergreens. Three men stood outside the door, and over their shoulders he could see an airboat grounded in the clearing in front of the house. "'You are honoured, Roud Keeper,' one of them began. "'Here are strangers who have come to talk to you. Strangers from the stars.' He recognised the speaker, in sealskin boots and deerskin trousers and hooded overshirt like his own. Var, Farg's son, one of the village people. His father was dead and his woman was the daughter of Gorth, sledmaker, and he was a house-dweller with his woman's father. A worthless youth, lazy, stupid and said to be a coward. Still guests were guests, even when brought by the likes of Var, Farg's son. He looked again at the airboat and remembered seeing it that day made fast to the top deck of your Navik's trading ship, the Isa. Enter and be welcome. The house is yours, and all in it that is mine to give. He turned to the dogs. Brave, bold, go watch. Obediently they trotted over to the crypt and lay down. He stood aside. Var entered, standing aside also as though he were the host, inviting his companions in. They wore heavy garments of woven cloth, and boots of tanned leather with hard heels and stiff soles, and as they came in 
each unbuckled and laid aside a belt with a holstered negatron pistol. One was stocky, broad-shouldered, with red hair. The other was slender, dark-haired and dark-eyed, with a face as smooth as a woman's. Everybody in the village had wondered about them. They were not of your Navsik's crew, but passengers on the Issa. These are Empire people from the far stars, Var informed him, naming their names. Long names, which meant nothing. Certainly they were not names the Southrons from the warm seas bore. And this is Raud, the keeper, with whom your honours wish to speak. Keeper's house is honoured. I'm sorry that I have not food prepared. If you can excuse me while I make some ready. You think these noblemen from the stars would eat your swill? Var hooted. Crazy old fool, these are... The slim man pivoted on his heel. His open hand caught Var just below the ear and knocked him sprawling. It must have been some kind of trick.